Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. This episode is sponsored by Polymorph Crafts. Visit polymorphcrafts.com to learn about their high-quality, compact, and affordable tabletop accessories. Distinguished adventurers last time on Dungeon Drunks, Ekthiarn rewards our heroes for their service with wise words and four diamonds that Bernie can use to cast Ray's Dead, then offers Blue the chance to stay with him to learn and grow. After a tearful goodbye, Blue stays behind with the god, and the rest of the crew teleport back to the material plane. But as teleportation between planes of existence is a little wonky, they return to the Golden Rock Tavern 42 days after they left and find Dorveen waiting for them. And that is where we begin this morning. Welcome to Dungeon Drunks. I'm your DM Lauren, also known as Obercrazy. We are once again recording in the morning. I'm still working on my breakfast smoothie. <laughs> so I still have coffee and a banana and a protein powder and a little bit of chocolate almond milk. And it is still delicious and it's still wonderful. It just takes me a while to get through. That's all. Carlton, what are you drinking? I'm still working on my uh, Virgil's root beer here. It's uh, like a draft root beer. It's very delicious, and I'm going to just keep on sipping on this. Mm. Root beer is always a good thing. I'm I'm a fan of the uh, Henry Weinstein. It's also not super carbonated, so it doesn't really feel like I'm drinking soda at, you know, like, butt crack early. <laughs> no, and those are the best root beers, the ones that are, like, super low carbonation. Travancore, what are you drinking? Good people of Faerun. Travancore's choice this afternoon is Wells Banana Bread Beer. I was Aww. too gingerly with my... I was gingerly enough with my yingling that I was able to finish it the whole time for the first episode, but uh, there's only so far you can run until you can no longer run away from the things you've done. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's dark shit, man. Especially for drinks. <laughs> yeah. The savor of the fruit of life, my young friends. It has a sweet taste when it is fresh on the vine, but don't live too long. The taste goes bitter after a time. Here's the good news. This is it. This is the last. Well, let's and see if the taste has to... indeed gone bitter after a time. I feel like Live this is you chance. punishing yourself for one small mistake for like a very long time. How else will I learn? It's actually not bad. It's gotten better with time, strangely. Maybe now you know what to expect. And so it's not such a harsh surprise. Yeah, it's still only for natural 20. Off you go, Wells. There you go. Just <laughs> push you far away as I can. I'll just put you over here. Jonathan, what are you drinking? Hey, this is Jonathan, and I play Jonathan the Metamuscular, and today I have Bloody Mary round two. This is the uh, Bloody Mary with uh, pepper vodka and uh, Zing Zang vodka mix, or I'm sorry, uh, Bloody Mary mix. It's quite good. I tweaked it a little bit, so now there is more vodka and... It's pretty good still. <laughs> and and we're still waiting for the giant celery stick. Indeed. Yeah, I just... Next time. Next time we do video, which maybe never, but we'll see. And today's shot of Fireball to be consumed at the casting of Fireball or the equivalent spell thereof is dedicated to our erstwhile party member, Blue, who has chosen to remain in the Feywild in the Grove of Ekthiarn. Blue, 
we we loved your puppy antics. You were a valuable member of the uh, animal companion team, and you will be missed. We will see you again. To blue. I would pour out my Wells banana bread beer in honor of him, except that I'm in my <laughs> my, my guest bedroom about to clean it up later. Do, do you have a window? You can pour it out the window. Yeah, I have neighbors. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm not pouring this out because this is good, but virtually, Blue, it'll be fun. We'll see you again. I got you, Blue. <laughs> Trust Carlton to have a garbage can nearby to pour out into. <laughs> I think that's very Carlton. Bernie, what are you drinking? Um, I am working on the last of my pommies. It could just be, yeah, it could be just pommy, depending on if it's a French company. You often don't pronounce the S, but yep, working on the last of that. And then it is Saturday and I don't work for the very first time in a really long time on Saturday. So I've got a uh, Sir Perry pear cider on deck and we may try that later because all I'm doing after this baking cookies, bitches, I've done that blackout drunk before. it's hard to ruin cookies like if you have fun and you end up with bad cookies oh well you still had fun well these are going we're going to a housewarming party tonight but also these are chef john recipe and uh i trust just about every recipe that man puts up so i'm probably gonna do uh cookies from him and they're so easy so well there you go then everything will be fucking chocolate chip man you know what also is fine the fact that y'all are back in the material plane after a long trip through the Feywild, which for you was only about eight days. You returned to the Golden Rock Tavern in Waterdeep on your home plane of existence 42 days after you left, standing there in the early morning of the winter sun as it's streaming through the windows is a familiar sight. It is Dorvin, the, the tiefling that you had met in Greenest all those many, many months ago. That Jonathan has been sending on a regular basis, standing there, hands on her hips, a wry smile on her face. And she says, it's it's been a little while. I was wondering how long you were going to be. Yeah, so um, apparently planar messaging doesn't quite work. I was out of network for a while. and You didn't so get couldn't... extended coverage. No. <laughs> No, not at my level, unfortunately. I'm just a poor yeah. wizard going here. To, as an aside, she's going to look at the bartender and say, Could I have one really fucking big cup of tea, please? <laughs> Gestak has seen this exchange begin, looks at you, smiles, and starts to grab some, some hot water and everything to get you some tea. While Bernie has Gestak's attention, Travicor has decided that he missed the party in the Feywild, so he is going to get drunk immediately. Two beers, please. <laughs> Bernie's just sitting really like waiting for her tea just like waiting to watch this exchange between Dormin she has pulled up a fucking chair and she's just like the fastest you've ever seen her move she's sitting on the chair cross-legged she's got her hands under her chin and she's like hi Dormin and she's like Jonathan yep so you pull up this chair and you've got this big steaming mug of tea that you're letting steep. Uh, Travancore very quickly has two mugs of beer in front of him <laughs> as Gestak hands it over and says, are you, are you okay? Did everything go okay wherever you were? I will be. It's a great story. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. All right. And he pulls out his, he's got a, a what looks like a glass of juice. It does not look like he's drinking this early in the morning. Uh, Carlton, what are you doing in this moment as... As this happens. I just go to the stock and I went, bacon. Just give me bacon. <laughs> and he looks over at, at Travancore and you can you can clearly tell that like 
he thinks something really bad has happened but he very quickly makes you up like within moments carlton you have a giant plate of bacon and it seems even though uh, 42 days have passed he remembers exactly how you like it yeah it's, i'll say the good stock it's been a bit of a mixed bag and i'll, and I'll walk over to dorveen real quick and, I, and I'll, I'll say hey long time no see and she's still standing there um she notices your big mugs and she says it is good to see you do not mistake my demeanor for not being glad that you are not all okay but it's been very confusing and certainly i was not expecting you to be gone from this plane of existence there were moments in where soria and i thought you were dead is soria here no, she is back in Greenest. Someone oh, okay. had to watch the bar and she didn't want to leave. She's still waiting on her brother to show up. So her and, no, and yeah, yeah. Uh, also a bit of a trial to keep on Sarah from coming as well. She really wanted to come, but it is hard to travel with an Aarakocra and a giant gargoyle. So I made them stay behind. I can take care of myself. Clearly. Wait, I, sorry, Jonathan I the Magic Muscular is do what? Shh, uh, Jonathan the Magic Muscular Bernie's watching your stories. <laughs> quite a quite a bit to say. Oh, uh, so uh, yeah, we should definitely talk. But I've missed you. And, Why not talk now? And uh, Jonathan the Magic Muscular is actually going to go is going to go in for a hug because he hasn't seen her in a while. She'll return the hug, and she'll return the hug gladly. You do get the sense, Jonathan. It's she's happy that all you did was go for a hug, that this might have been a little more uh, uncomfortable if you tried anything else. But when it is very obvious that you are going in for a hug, she very quickly envelops you in a hug. You feel the warmth of her body once again, as you know, she is this incredibly warm tiefling. Let's go, looks at all of you and says, So, save me some bacon and tell me the story. And Come she. On. Can I offer you a beer? <laughs> it's a little early for me, thank you. But I, if you need, you you enjoy. I run a bar. I, I do not partake of my own wares that often. And she sits Understood. down at the bar next to you, uh, takes a piece of bacon off of your plate, Carlton, and says, So, the Feywild. Yeah. yeah. Um, we took a job. For our friend Seekin here, and as Seekin, this is Dorveen. Dorveen, this is Seekin. And he's still standing by the door, and he sees all this, and he waves, and he's like, ah. Seekin, ah, sweetie, sit down ah. with us, have some tea, tell the nice lady about your granddad. Okay. Is that the kind of thing I'm supposed to just tell people? I mean, it, this all seemed like the kind of thing I'm not supposed to, or maybe just, like, Dorveen, be... Dorveen is a friend. She's not a gossip, and- uh, Bernie, as you say this, you clearly hear Dorveen snort with laughter, and she says, Oh dear, I run a bar. So your hair is filled with secrets. Oh yes. That don't get repeated. Is this a secret? And Seekin looks wide and he's like, I don't know. Hey, look, look, he's distantly related to a person of great power, and let's leave it at that. And Dorveen laughs and says, well, aren't we all? Come, dear boy, have a seat. Take some of Carlton's bacon. He has enough for three. What? And no! <laughs> she will once again take another piece of bacon. I, like, grab my plate and I start sliding it away. I just want to <laughs> point out that you put your hand on your chest like you were clutching your pearls or keeping a man from looking at your bosom. 
This is the international sign for don't don't touch my bacon. Seekin, so Carlton, you do that, and Seekin sits next to you and obviously misinterprets you're moving the plate away as moving it towards him, and he takes a piece of bacon. God damn it! And then Gestock comes on over and immediately re- refills your plate with more fresh bacon. Oh, oh. hey, bacon. Can, can you get yeah. them bacon so they stop taking mine? Jonathan Edge Muscular mage hands a bacon over. Hey, why don't I just make y'all breakfast and you tell yes, the story, please. okay? Oh yeah. my god. And then once Seekin gets a plate of bacon, I take a piece of his bacon. And once Dorveen gets a plate, I take two pieces of hers. And once Bernie gets a plate of bacon, you don't touch that shit because you know better, right? And you didn't steal mine, so we're Correct. even. Food's probably a good idea, but when you come back with the bacon, you bring me over another beer? <laughs> You already done with the two of yours? Yes. I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. (laughs) Right now. Yeah. (laughs) Jonathan, the actual player, is failing his. Let's see. Ah, 15. You're doing okay, surprisingly. Like, it's been a while since you've eaten, and he's not giving you, like, it's this isn't hard hard alcohol. It's beer. It's ale. But... They're big mugs. He's not skimping. And as he comes over with a third, you're you're feeling okay, but you're not you're not tipsy just yet. He starts making eggs and warming up some toast and getting you know. It, it looks like even though Dorveen is the only other person in the Golden Rock, Gestock has always run a good business, and it seems like even though you've been gone for a while, that business has continued. And as you all talk, he is very quick to lay out some some breakfast for all of you. And Dorveen says. Well, tell me about this god. He's nice. Sometimes a unicorn has a grove. Wouldn't fuck with him. I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with most gods, to be honest. Nice or no. Yeah. And what did you do for him? Protected the grove. We we, we saved this tree. From like an ooze, but a mean ooze. That ooze was mean. A super yeah. mean ooze. It would like mm. create it would create copies of people and then it would those copies would like hit us and make us hurt and then then we could be copied we had to fight him like twice well copies of him but yeah and I point to carlton and he tricked a fairy who was changed into a beholder by hags into trying to attack us and we said mean things to that that fairy who looked like a beholder birdie looks up at dorvin and smiles and she goes i made it cry we both did buddy we both did if you make a beholder cry what eye does it cry out of all of them, apparently. Oh, yeah, it was. left quite yeah, a puddle. It's really kind of, yeah, it's a little disheveling. Interesting. All right. And what did you get out of this? Is this just, you, you do a nice thing for this this nice young man? And she looks back over at Seekin, who, like, starts to smile at the compliment and then seems to not really be able to look Dorveen in the eye and immediately looks back down at his plate, Aww. like, blushing. <laughs> Uh, you know what they say, uh, kindness is its own its own reward. Yes, but did you also get something more material out of this? I mean, he is a god, right? We got to go home. Yeah, there was a misinterpretation on these, not really the scope of the job, a little bit of the scope, but more of that there would be how much travel there would be. Yeah, and it was... It was we had to go out of network as you, as you as yeah. mentioned before. So we that's one reason why I didn't let you know that I was leaving for another dimension. I didn't know. Yeah, we were we thought we were going to someone's old grandfather's house to help with like maybe a problem with some local kids that need to get off the lawn. Which maybe move honestly, some furniture. 
if you think about it, what we really did was keep kids off of Actheon's lawn, so it's not too far-fetched, right? No, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From over where Seekin is shoveling food into his face, you hear him say, Well, that's kind of what we had to do, right? We set traps. I only got to use one of my exploding gifts. No. Glyph. There, oh, there were Glyph. like there weird... we go. one of those G words. <laughs> there were these weird undead things too. Peanut butter, or... moving pictures, <laughs> and and fantasy and fantasy warding. Well, this this seems like y'all had a good time. It seems I you you seemed a little upset right now. I was worried that maybe something had gone wrong, but y'all, from what it sounds like. Here you are. You're very successful. You, I mean, it's been a while. I, I suspect. Oh. Well, there was. I will be spending major amounts of money and therapy in years to come to deal with this. It, yeah, it wasn't all good. Right now, I'm yeah. feeling okay. Aside from the Feywild not being quite what we're used to, our our friend Carlton. He uh he had a p- puppy. Like he ran into his long lost brother, only to have the long lost brother stay behind to learn from Ectiarn. So while it's a good opportunity for Blue and a great thing, we're all very happy for him. We're also sad that he's no longer with, like, in our party. While he was saying this, like, I was shoveling in bacon and then he starts saying it and I just kind of stop and thousand yards stare. It's okay, buddy. <sighs> Mei-chan comes over and pats you on the back. Yeah. Doreen gives you a look and says, well, if your dog got a job offered from a god, then it's very hard to say no to that kind of opportunity. It's what he wanted. Travancore, understanding the gravity of all this, also totally missed the whole God hires dog anagram kind of symmetry beauty of that moment. (laughs) And it might just be the three beers speaking, but he's inspired to get a beer number four at that point. I need another constitution saving throw. You got it. 21. Damn. Whatever it was. Maybe Gestock is not giving you, like, the most alcoholic beer. You don't know, but, like... You feel fine. While I'm with Gustav, I'm going to ask him, hey, has Lady Olivia Passerac swung by at any time in the last 42 days? Yeah, she came by. She came by looking for you. I told I told her the same thing. I've told everybody that came looking for you. That you vanished in a flash of light, and it was weird. Oh, yeah, wait. Oh, hold on. Everybody? Yeah. I mean, y- y'all seem to be pretty popular. Who else? Uh, there was that gnome guy from the... Or not gnome. The halfling from the, the <gasps> magic people. Jester. Uh, there, there was this other little guy who was looking for you, Bernie. Uh, he didn't want to talk very much. He, he just wanted to know where you were. He, he said he had a, a job for you or something. Uh, there were a couple other people who said they'd heard about you were looking to hire you. Apparently word got out about all the stuff you've been doing. And yeah. Oh, we need to... We Jonathan the Magimuscular feels that we may need to let out some notes. Maybe put a, put a post up saying, we like back. Did. Yeah, we can, um, during morning visiting hours, we can go leave our cards in places. I think that would be good. I think, yeah, checking in at the, uh, at the Acropolis, checking in with, uh, with your people, Bernie, checking in with Olivia Passerac, just letting everyone know that we're back. There's a nice old lady with whom I promised to eat cake, drink tea, and talk a lot of shit. Did she happen to come by? No, there wasn't an old lady, but that that little guy that I was telling you about that didn't really want to talk. He mentioned that there were some people who he wanted to introduce you to. Maybe, maybe that was it. Okay. In in between, like bacon bites, I just start mumbling. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and you can hey. find him, maybe you can hire the heralds. 
we could do a reunion tour and go from place to place to place. And certainly there are one or two places we're going to have to swing by, like the Amethyst Acropolis, which Bernie owns, clearly. But uh, Yeah, I do need to check on my personal property. You licked it. But I think maybe what you should do is we should throw a party tonight here at the Golden Rock Tavern, also known as Golden Gribble Tavern. That would be a great way to get word out. Yeah. Two birds, one stone, right? So Are you I thought that I'm like Trav McKenzie now. For a party? <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably slow down a bit after this one, but uh, but yeah, I'll be up for a party. No, that's that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, I love it when a plan comes together. Face drunk Travancore <laughs> is best Travancore. <laughs> right, I'm done with the 18 quotes. <laughs> All right, yeah, if you want to throw a party, sure. I mean, it's kind of the middle of the week, so we're slow. So yeah, I mean, whatever you you invite, whatever. I'll I'll have food ready. We're always slow in the middle All of the right. week. We're going to need do this. We're going to need sign. We're going to need decorations. We're going to need cider. Ooh, we need blood. Yeah, pie. let's go ahead and all and also because I've got this and he holds up the Everfresh box. Like this needs to go to the Acropolis. So why don't I? Why don't I go and um, and take that over, Dorveen, If you'd like to come with me, we can we can talk a bit on the way. Just have a, have a nice walk over to the Amethyst Acropolis. Sure. Show me your new Verk buddies. And she kind of gives you an inscrutable <laughs> smile. Wait, he's replacing us? No, 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 no. no. This is this is guild stuff, man. She said new work buddies, and that means that we're old work buddies. Well, we're all still buddies. Yeah, it's fine. you're you're permanent work buddy. All right, I can't lose you too. Look, no, I, you're not. I know you're feeling a little raw right now. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere except for me. But I'm literally leaving. <laughs> right, right. Well, he'll come back probably. In fact, you want me to send Shadow with him to make sure that the chaperone for those two crazy kids? It's up to you. Hey, Jonathan, you want some company? Uh, no, we're good. Thank you. you Actually, sure? uh, yeah. Hey, All Bucks, right. um, why don't you, uh, yeah, why don't you come with, just in case we need to tell these guys something on the way. And I, I, I mouth the words, ch- chaperone, two Bucks, like, not, inaudibly. Bucks waits. <laughs> Who has only ever known about Dorveen in your, uh, memories and in your head, at the thought that you might leave him behind very noticeably grips your shoulder tighter. And as you and Dorveen are walking away, his head turns around and looks at the rest of you. And Travancore, when you were when you mouth the word chaperone to him, he gives you one of those wide-eyed, very austere owl nods. He just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie sips her tea and lifts her cup up and she's like, cheers, bitches. Also, this is a very interesting tasting cider. As the two of them walk out, Gustav says, all right, party. So what what do we got to do for this thing? What do you need? Okay, well, we're definitely going to need lots of snacks and food. I think you got that that done. We're going to need to put word out, but Bernie has ink, so maybe I can make a couple of signs. I'll make the signs. Okay, Bernie will make the signs. Uh, We need to, I probably need to go invite Lady Olivia. I need to tell her, one, I'm alive, and two, hey, sorry I've been gone so long. Maybe I do that. Do you need me to pick up anything while I'm out? Or you you should be good? It's not much. It's really just a bunch of people coming to a bar and saying hi to us. I mean, we don't need to have, like, anything too out of the way other than just telling them, hey, welcome back to the party of Harold's Greenest. Yeah, in fact, when I'm Bernie finishes the signs, I'll probably just go and grab that and then take it. Ain't no party like a Harold's party because a Harold's party don't stop. That's true. Carlton is very astute. Oh, man, I, I don't know what's come over me. I think I just, I was trying to keep it together and be super professional and grown up when I was in the Fate Wild, but now that I'm back, I'm kind of cut loose and it feels great. Yeah, man, I mean, we're alive. Let's party. I love it. That's going to be, that is the theme. We're alive. Let's party. Guest star, <laughs> the Heralds of Greenest. 
featuring Dorveen. Ooh. <laughs> Does, do your, can Dorveen play bass? Oh, I gotta find those. So, I, I can ask Lady Olivia about this, I guess, but uh, are you familiar with a band of three dwarves who tended a dwarven band? They played a Lady Olivia's um, Festival of the Moon party not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, no, they came. Remember, you invited them back here afterwards yeah. because you wanted to keep partying. And yeah, yeah, I know those three. I can get those yeah, three. Yeah, get those three because I'm right. ready to rock and roll. Maybe, hey, maybe I'll even like that that other Harold. I don't know. Well, I, John, I forgot to tell Jonathan to to, to invite um his Razo and, and his friends from the uh, Amethyst Acropolis who were having a party. Shoot, so much to do. Ah, uh, crap, there's no way to reach him. Oh, well, maybe I'll try and catch up with them outside the Amethyst or something. Or I'll, do, I'll go, or I'll go by the amethyst. I can always tell Razo and just he can communicate to everybody. I don't have to be a member to to go in. I I know you're four beards in, but my suggestion is I think you need to give your friend a little bit of downtime. It it seems like maybe he needs a couple minutes. Or I don't know. I was looking at the way the two of them were looking at each other. She's been hanging out in here for a while, like waiting for you guys to come back. So all right. Well, I need to. She was. It's just as well. I probably need to sober just a little bit to get this stuff done. So, yeah, I will give him a wide berth. I will do the Acropolis last and invite Razo there by the time he'll be gone so that we won't cross paths. And if I see him anywhere near him, I'll just I'll just stay, steer clear. I'm, I'm Stealth Master. I can do that. <laughs> we want to thank Polymorph Crafts for sponsoring this episode. Polymorph Crafts offers stylish and affordable ways to carry everything you need to game day and stay organized at the table. Mimic chests, hero vaults, and tankards offer a variety of ways to bring a dice tower, rolling tray, dice and pen vaults, card stands, coasters, and carrying space to all your games. So check out polymorphcrafts.com and follow them on Twitter and Instagram at polymorphcrafts for compact, durable, and affordable D&D products you'll love. That's polymorphcrafts.com. We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's an official, free-to-play Dungeons & Dragons-based clicker game that you can download right now on Steam. The most recent update includes content from the new adventure Dragon Heist, and will be the first time fans can get a glimpse of all of the fun stuff in the book since Wizards of the Coast made the announcement. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for this podcast, and it's always exciting to open chests to see what new gear my champions have. Speaking of chests, thanks to the fine folks who made Idle Champions, we're fortunate enough to be able to offer a free gold chest to all of our listeners. Now, this code expires on October 21st, 2018 at 9pm Pacific, so you only have a week to redeem once this episode is posted. Open up your game, go to the shop, and type in this code. E-S-P-Y-O-N-C-E-F-L-O-G B-A-R-F. So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. All right, while the rest of you continue your party plans, some more enthusiastic than others, Jonathan, you are headed to the Amethyst Acropolis with Dorveen. It is a very cold winter morning. When you left, winter had just started to be setting in, and now it's here. There is easily half a foot of snow on the ground. It's being cleared by the by the guilds that keep the streets clear, but it you can see most people are bundled up in, in furs, and they are rushing from place to place as the wind howls through the streets. It is... 
it's now the dead of winter and it's a bit of a, a shock and a change from not only where you just left but the last time that you were here Dorveen bundles herself up in her big leather coat but she seems not quite as phased by the cold and says so have you been well uh i've been relatively good uh oh it's Dorveen, this is Bucks, my my owl buddy, aka uh, familiar, but he's he's my friend. Nice to meet you, Bucks. She seems a little put off by suddenly having to introduce herself to an owl, but kind of gets over it. And Bucks austerely nods. Jonathan, the pictures in your head of the two of you, like running through fields, kissing, and. Uh, the two of you flying off into the sunset, kind of Superman style. Can you read my mind? Yeah, uh, Bucks is totally making fun of you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> he Thanks. Is, no, if you I could hear that. him, he'd be he'd be singing Jonathan and Dorvey sitting in a tree. Like he's he can tell you're smitten and is just loving every moment of this. But on the outside, he is just his austere little owl, big eyes looking at Dorvey. I'm just imagining, like, if, the, if we were watching this, like, zoom through out, uh, through Bucks's eyes and you see all this, and then zoom back and it's just, like, normal owl, just head cock. Um, so, I, I've been, I've been good. I've been busy. I, uh, I joined the Amethyst Acropolis. We've done, we've done some missions for them. Oh, gosh, maybe, maybe in the future they'll ask us to do more missions that may take us on some wacky adventures across Waterdeep and uh, through chases and where fun stuff happens. But that hasn't happened yet. Anyway, but, uh, yes, uh, I, I'm really sorry. I feel like I led, I led you on a little bit. It's not really fair for me to be like, hey, I think you're awesome and I really like you and, and I really, really like you. And then for me to just bamf off and be running around. I feel really bad about that. Well, it's been a little hard. I'll say that. But, you know, considering what you are, you're not the first time that I have known whatever you want to call yourself, faith changers, heroes adventurers. Everybody has a name for it, but it's the same thing. There's a calling that's out there, and I recognized it the first time you came barging into town looking to save the world. The reason I have the job that I do is because of you and your band of do-gooders. So, in a way, it's not a surprise, but it's certainly worth considering our path. I would have led that life for a while. I would have been happy in that life for a while, but there were things I didn't want to give up. And you can understand. You've had to give those things up too, I imagine. Yeah. I, in the last, you know, these past few adventures and stuff, I've come to realize that I can't, I can't lay down roots. Not now. Uh, maybe, maybe later. But for the moment, my friends and I are getting so much stronger and there's so much more good we can do. We're, we're all powerful in our own ways. So it, I feel like at this point, it would almost be a disservice to, to people for us to just stop. I don't think you want to stop, though, right? 
I don't know. And that's why I that's why I thought this was super unfair, because I know you are happy where you are. You have a a wonderful business, friends. Um your life in Greenest is great. Uh and you <laughs> you yourself are pretty powerful too. Uh, yeah. Um uh that's um <clears throat> oh ha but uh ooh, Jonathan Mad Much hmm, centers. Uh so but Dorvi and I really like you. I really, really like you. Can I I'm really I'd be honored to be your friend. I think we already are friends. Yeah. That's, I think we have been for a while. That's good enough. That's good for me. Hopefully it's good for you too. Maybe one day when you reach the point that I did. If that ever happens, and with some it never does, that you are more interested in safety than adventure, then my door will always be open. I I think that's uh, Jonathan the Magimuscular inappropriately kind of does a big grin. He's like, I like your open door veen policy. She giggles despite herself, and then she like half-heartedly slaps you on the shoulder. <laughs> and she says, this is very adult of us. That doesn't mean we can't drive your friends absolutely crazy. Oh, I know Bernie absolutely. would like nothing more than juicy gossip to know for days. How much would you like to drive her nuts? Oh, I don't know. I feel... I I feel like that uh that this should be something that you you kind of take the lead on. Uh I I I will follow. Absolutely. I like this plan. Yes. Yes. Um and uh and despite it going a bit sober uh sobering and and you know and as it were that we you know we're kind of like Jonathan starts telling him uh starts telling Dorvine about about some of the some of the finer points of what of we went we went to like oh hey we were we went to Chult briefly that was a thing so you kind of tell these stories she's got her hand her arm linked in your arm and it's it's comfortable it's nice like this has been this weird tension for a while and now you've both kind of settled into kind of a mutual very warm friendship you know, she's also a warm tiefling. And as you tell these stories... <laughs> Literal warm. <laughs> she is more than happy to listen and catch, up and catch up on all of the adventures that you have. Eventually, you do reach the Amethyst Acropolis across the way. Uh, as you walk on in, you see Razzo. Uh, it's cold in the front office, and you realize that there actually isn't a fireplace in the front office. And so he is bundled up, and he's got next to him... A, a, like a stack of rocks and they're glowing slightly and so as you walk over to where he is and he goes Jonathan hi and you walk over to where his his little desk is you do realize the rocks are glowing with a warm heat and at least in a bubble around his desk it's comfortable but the rest of the office is freezing and he gets up off of his his table or his, his desk and runs over and you think for a moment he's going to give you a hug and then stops and is like it's 
Good to see you. I was a little worried when no, we could No, no, bring it in here, Rasso. Come on. And Jonathan the Magimuscular gives him a muscular hug. Ah, uh, he does. And then he introduces himself to... I, I'm so sorry. I did, did, didn't mean to get in your way. The, uh, the Razzo River Hopper. And he shakes Dorveen's hand and she... Dorveen, nice to meet you. I think I saw you once coming into the Golden Rock Tavern looking for our mutual friends here. Yes. No, it's been it's been too long. Uh, so uh, where did you go? And Jonathan tells the story, <laughs> but uh, I'll say uh, instead of like, so what you say is we went to the Feywild. And as soon as you say that, his face like complete understanding and it goes, oh, OK, that explains why you were gone. Yeah, you know what? I'll get the full report later. Is there anything you wanted to do while you are while you, while you are there besides fill him in on what's going on? Yes. Um. I'd let Master uh, Zick know that uh, that I am here or uh, in town and that I am safe. Good. Yes. Yes. Let him uh, let whoever would want to ex- have them examine this. This is our Everfresh box of my water skin, but I'm probably going to replace it because it's uh, there. Are, there are remains of a creature called an Ublex in here. And you hand him the box and he takes it and he's like, okay, I don't know what that is. It's a horrible, deceitful ooze yeah ooze we killed it in the Feywild, and this is a little bit of what's left so i don't know if there's anything academic we can do but i figured i should bring a little bit back for for studying purposes always yes no there would definitely be those who would be interested in looking at it i'll i'll get this to the the appropriate people right away to study its magical properties yeah if it can be useful at all also, if you want to put out the word that the Heralds of Greenest are back, we uh, apparently a lot of people were coming and looking after us, but uh, we're trying to to reestablish a lot of connections. So I, I I don't know what you can do, but if anyone asks, we're we're in town again. We're staying at the Golden Rock. Oh, uh, we're gonna have a party later. If you want to stop by, and uh, anyone from the Acropolis who wants to stop by can uh can do so. Ooh. A party. I okay. Can't stay too late. It's a work night, but absolutely, I'll let people oh, know. Right. And, Shoot. And yeah, yes. I'm sorry. We we kind of came in and disrupted everything. No, it's okay. I, uh, it's the dead of winter in Waterdeep, and you'll find that most people don't want to leave their houses if they don't have to. So, uh, it is it is definitely good to know that you and your friends are safe. And I know Master Zick will be very excited to speak with you again. And uh, I will let everybody know. And I, I can't stay long, but if you're going to have a party, it will be good to see everybody. I will definitely stop by. Yeah. And oh, oh, uh, one one note to arrest Zick. Uh, with all the teleporting that's been going on, we got teleported to the Feywild. And in the Feywild, we got teleported. And I just learned this new spell. I'm kind of looking to expand my teleportation knowledge. If he's had, if he recommends any any good books on the subject, that would be Aces. I'm sure he will have plenty to offer. Hopefully, you'll have some time to actually spend a little time and take advantage of your 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 being with us. I mean, we've we've certainly. You've paid all of your dues. You, you wanted to spend so much time in the silent library. I hope you get a chance to do some reading. Yeah, there's actually a few things that I want to that I want to take care of and, and do in there. So, yes, absolutely. You'll be seeing me over the next few days. Excellent. 
I will see you tonight then, and I'll I'll see everybody else, and I will I will be happy even on a work night to maybe even have a drink. <laughs> Drinking on work night. <gasps> who who does that? No one. He looks like I just said something naughty. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go, Razo. For the sake of fun, I'll say that invitations are sent out. Oh People no, they are, are ready. To. Yay! Oh, shit! <laughs> I'll just tell you. What do you think I was doing? I was listening, but I wasn't looking. Okay, I figured say- you were writing notes. I always figure if anyone's head down, I'm figuring notes is happening. Jules, I am so very happy that we are friends. Oh, we got some Lord, good Insta content no. coming this up. This is on the back of an alert that was sent to me from Algonquin College that they got <laughs> hacked. Would you please read to us the invitations that you have created, Bernie? Uh, I made it the most fantasy invitation. Fantasy invitation style I possibly could. They say, Dust thou beer? Thy must do a beer with us. <laughs> the Heralds of Greenness at Goldenrod Tavern. Tonight. When? Whenever. <laughs> wow. And thanks to uh, your skills at your These are paint- so bad. I did this with a sharpie. You were able to uh, create several of these flyers that got handed out. Was there anything else in specific you wanted to do for this party besides invite a, a variety of people? No, Bernie just is going to assume Joster is going to come to this. Okay. All right. So now that they're ready, I mean, Travancore thinks to himself, maybe he saves Olivia for last so he sobers up enough not to make a disgrace of himself and his country and his family in front of her. <laughs> Surprisingly enough. Despite the fact that you downed several beers incredibly quickly, they don't seem to be affecting you. Maybe it's the the elation of being back. Maybe as you step outside to go to her home, it is the bitter, bitter cold, which you have never experienced cold like this. It's bad. It's it, it's that the wind actually hurts kind of cold. Mm. It's oh. the air hurts my face. Why did I come to a place where the air hurts my face? I ask myself that question a lot. Yep, and I know Ju- I know most of you know this pain. And yeah, it's it's startling, but you are still so elated that it, it it's a novel feeling and it kind of it wakens you up and it's and Shadow doesn't care. Wait, 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 wait. Has has Travancore ever seen snow? I think Travancore has seen snow, but in Perconum it doesn't get nearly like it's like a dusting every once in a while. Yeah. It would be very, like, infrequent. Like, tr- Perconum gets seasons, but it's kind of Seattle in where yeah. if it snows, it's a novelty. But, like, this level of snow and cold is beyond anything you've experienced. You you academically know what happens, but stepping outside, this is a physical reality that you have never experienced. Wow. This is, this is quite something. Look around. How happy we are to be alive. Or whatever Jonathan says every now and again. <laughs> Shadow seems to notice that you are both surprised and maybe a little like he can feel you shake a little bit and he nuzzles up against oh, you a little bit. Thanks, bud. You know, what? I think I'm feeling so good. I'm going to go to Olivia's house first. <laughs> you do uh, real quick. Uh, as you as you're heading out, you get a you get a missive from Jonathan the Magimuscular uh, as a voice enters your head. Hey, buddy, I invited some people from the Acropolis to uh, to party. Cool. More the merrier. That's that's all he says. All right. Yeah. And this uh, this fireball shot, Lou. Yay! Aww, I'll miss you when you're off at college, like the art <laughs> university, <laughs> Grove State. 
<laughs> oh, like come Grove on. Give it, if it's, if it's at least a Grove University or no, a Grove, Grove College. Grove State University. Grove Institute for Smart Dogs. Or Smart Wolves. <laughs> Grove Institute for Good Boys. Yeah, Good Boys. I love it. The, the Graduate School of Smart Doggos. There you go. <laughs> He's getting a double major in being awesome and being adorable. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, Dravencourt and Shadow head right over to Lady Olivia's house, thinking they'll find, like, one of her servants or whatever, and just gonna leave the message. And yeah, when you knock, uh, the servant that sees you, uh, he doesn't recognize you, but when you say who you are, and what's going on, he says, oh, please, uh, come inside. Uh, apparently the lady was looking for you. Oh, and certainly. brings you inside, and within moments, Olivia comes down. She is wearing utilitarian clothing. It looks actually like she was just outside. She still has big thick boots on uh she's not wearing a coat but you can see that her hair is is a little wet from the snow that's melted and she sees you and she says travancore it it, where have you been i I give her a warm hearty shake hand like sort of grasp her i shake her hand but i kind of grasp her elbow while i do it Feywild, we got called away sorry i didn't give you sooner notice um remember our friend seekin the uh i don't know if you know him or not he's uh He's a druid, works with plants or whatever. He, We owed him a favor, and he sort of said he, he hasn't properly socialized, so essentially what he said was, I need help to go to my, to visit my grandpa. And we're thinking his grandpa's maybe two or three miles down the road. But it, no, he's in the Feywild, and it turns out it's a deity of some kind. Ektiarn is his great, 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 great. And I say the amount of greats because I have to remember, even though Jack doesn't. Grandfather. Okay. We ended up having to defend the grove for a bit. Feywild is not a place I would like to go to. I apologize if I'm any if I'm disheveled or anything like that. I literally just got back. And we're throwing a party. <laughs> and I hand her a flyer. <laughs> Have a pamphlet. <laughs> she takes the flyer and she's like, Oh, this is very nicely done. Yeah, Bernie is super talented. I know it's short notice. Well I know you're very busy. I am, but I am quite interested in, in- it is good to know you are all okay, and I will. I might not be able to attend for long, but I will definitely come, if only to hear the story. Oh, I have. I got stories for you. I got stories for days. You will at least have stories for the evening. Yes, Bearman. Speaking of which, <laughs> I kind of nuzzle Shadow a little bit because you know he's he's cold or whatever. I'm trying to notion to see if Olivia has any interest in Shadow whatsoever. I never really noticed them interacting with each other at all. They haven't really, but as you do that, Shadow is not cold at all. Shadow, like, he is a big black bear. The snow is, meh, he doesn't care. He's got an undercoat. Uh, but as you do that, she she looks over and gives him a, a little warm smile. She doesn't immediately go to touch. You get the sense, like, she's being cautious because she hasn't had a moment. But yeah, she says, I will, I will have to cut right now short so that I can take care of a few things, but I will absolutely be there tonight. Oh, great. Thanks so much, Olivia. And we're, we're, Shadow and I both head out and I kind of she she wave. Okay. Yeah, she she gives you a wave and she nods to, to both of you as you leave back out into the cold. Carlton, what are you doing during all of this? I ask a stock, like, hey, do you have any blueberries? Um, I got some freeze-dried ones. I mean, it's Perfect. It is the winter. I just, need, I just need a couple. Alright. And he goes and he gets you a handful. They're practically raisins, but yeah, they're blueberries. So yeah, I go outside, uh, as long as they're blue, and I start making a dire wolf puppy-sized snowman, oh, and I take aw. two blueberries, no. and I just stick them where the eyes would be. Bernie's going to come outside with him, and she's going to watch him try to make this 
wolf that looks more like a potato. Didn't expect to cry this much during this gaming session. What is it? What's the one I cast where I can move water around? Control water? Control, uh, yeah, cast, or shape water. She's gonna cast shape water behind him, and uh, she's gonna make it look like actual blue, but she's not gonna tell him. Yeah, and Carlton, like, you're not trying to make a fancy snow blue. You're you're just trying to make a puppy. And there's something about the fact that it's four legs that helps. So, like, you get the basic... If it wasn't for the fact that you know what blue looks like, the white direwolf with the blue eyes, to anyone else, it's just a dog. It's just a dog. And then you turn around and you see basically the same thing in ice formed but there's a tiny bit more detail and uh there's a spot open for two blue blueberries to to go into eyes i put the two blueberries in i'm like now i got two blues now you have two next time ask for some food color it's gonna be a minute and bernie just lets she goes it'll be okay and she pats him on the arm. She just walks back inside and lets him hang out outside alone. And then after about like, you know, because time spent making the blue snowman. And then like, I spent a few minutes there and I'm like, fuck, it's cold. <laughs> I run back inside. <laughs> Are you still in the pants and... Nope, I'm still in the shorts and no shirt. And like shorts, blue yeah. shirt. <laughs> yeah. And fortunately, your uh, half-orc heritage, you're, you're thicker-skinned, and at least at first, it was fine. But eventually, yeah, just about the time that your emotions finally run its course, and you feel a little more calm, and you feel a little more centered about this decision, and you're able to be more happy for Blue than sad for yourself, that's when you're like, oh, it's freezing out here. Yeah, and then I run back inside and like immediately sit right by the fire. And I'm like, Gestock, whiskey. Whiskey is warm. Uh, he actually brings over a mug as you're saying this, and he stops for a second. He pats a back pocket, pulls out a little flask, uncorks it, pours some into whatever uh, 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 the, the cup this is, puts it back. No, no. Now he puts it back and he hands it to you and he says, get a little warm first and then we'll, we'll, I'll get you the harder stuff. But for now, and he hands over a, a giant mug of hot chocolate that he'd prepared oh. that's now spiked with yes. what you can instantly tell, really nice whiskey. Whatever he's got in his back pocket, that's good stuff. And it it's warm and it's, the fire is warm and the hot chocolate is warm and it just feels good. Mm. And I like look over and I see like, Bernie, take a sip. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. It's so good. Ooh. Do you have a sip? Bernie takes a sip. She's like, Ooh. Mm. Yes, that's good. <sighs> do you think, do you think Jonathan's gonna bone Doreen in the bathrooms of the Amethyst Acropolis? <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't want that picture in my, 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 my... No, neither do I, especially because it's my Amethyst Acropolis, and I don't want that mess. <laughs> With that, the scene fades as the two of you are warmly huddled around this fire, enjoying this this hot chocolate. You see, uh, as it pans out a little bit, we see Travancore returning with Shadow, a big smile on his face. We see Jonathan and Dorveen arriving back, arms linked, um, sharing a laugh as Jonathan is relaying some of this story, all returning to the Golden Rock Tavern. And the evening is lovely, and it's 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 a party, 
but it's not raucous. There's friends, there's joy that everybody uh, came out of this adventure alive. Uh, your friends all arrive and are are so happy to hear the story from each of you as you're spread out amongst this warm tavern uh, in the golden light of the fire as the sun has set from it being the winter and the, no one is bothered by the cold outside. And we'll pause there and I'll let you think about what what that party was like and what you did. And it was just a really nice, warm end to what has been a very, very hectic couple of days to be surrounded again by friends who are all so happy to see you and excited to see what you do next. And we'll pause there. And next time, when we get together, there'll be a, a couple of adventures that will have happened. So the the next few things that our listeners will hear will be the adventure that you all had at our live game at RTX, uh, which at this point was several months ago, but uh, there will be the next morning will essentially be that. Uh, they'll also get to hear a little adventure that you went on for the podcast of Waterdeep, because that also happened in the next three weeks as you all, when we get back together and play again, what I want to know from all of you is... What do you do over the next couple of weeks as you now have a little bit of downtime in Waterdeep? And so as you all decide that, we'll pause there. Let me give you a little bit of experience for uh, the episode for deciding on drinking bacon at a party, <laughs> which is not at all what I thought Dravencore was going to want to do when you guys got back. Yeah, but that was I a surprise. It was that a total was surprise. a brilliant surprise. I love it. I love he it, He had too. to keep his shit together for so long he needed the release. And you know what? I thought that was a beautiful release. I thought it was amazing for a a very uh, lovely conversation with Dorvin. And yeah, Jonathan, she'll take some cues off of you uh, every time that Bertie is looking in your direction. She'll just suddenly be a little more affectionate. And it's it's very obvious to you, Jonathan, that she is just playing along and she knows that she doesn't have to do much, but that even just the slightest glance in your direction, and she knows that Bernie is going to weave a tale of... of Salacious glory. <laughs> that will make her... <laughs> that her stories will explode with glee. And yeah, Bernie, Joster Tealeaf does show up to the party, and I'll leave it up to you what the two of you talk about. Uh, but every time you look over and see Jonathan and, and Dorveen talking, you never catch them doing anything other than smiling and holding each other's hands. But oh, you know. Oh, you know. <laughs> you know. We fucked in that bathroom. <laughs> it's fast. You never catch them doing mind. anything, but uh, the young and the restless is just playing in your head the whole time. And Carlton, every once in a while, you go to grab a piece of, of food to give to Blue, and there's a little heartache there, but now, like, it's more the smile of Yeah, of after the a few weeks, it'll... Yeah, and it's and now you're more excited to see what your brother is going to be like when he comes back having trained with a god. And so for all of that, I'm going to give you a total of 5,200 experience to split between Jesus. the four of you. I have too many calculators open. All the calculators. It's like 1,300 each, roughly? Yep, looks like 1,300 yep. each perfectly. And the next time we get together and play, I want to know, it'll give you a little bit of time to decide, what do you do after these other adventures happen? You have three weeks in Waterdeep. What do you do? Thanks for listening to our adventure. 
If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash dungeondrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our Artifact and Wondrous Tier patrons. Thank you Megan, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, That Indian Dude, Colin Kalen, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.